It's so refreshing to be back from the retreat. Celebrate God. Hallelujah. I want to appreciate God for the opportunity to stand on this altar again this evening to minister. I celebrate the angel over this house for giving me this special opportunity. I do not take it for granted, but I believe that the grace of God has made this happen. And I also celebrate the senior pastors in the house. Thank you very much, sirs. Let me celebrate them. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, we thank you. We appreciate you. Lord, as we go into your world this evening, we pray, O oh God, that you teach us in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we ask that you reveal your mind to us in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray, O oh Lord, that you take us deeper into what your spirit is saying to the church this season in the mighty name of Jesus. Let every man, let every woman under the sound of my voice receive a heart, the heart to receive your word. Lord, give it to them in the name of Jesus. I pray for myself, O oh Lord, that no one will hear the enticing word of man from my mouth, but they will hear your spirit in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for answering our prayers. Let your glory be yours at the end of this service. In Jesus' mighty name, we are afraid. In Jesus' mighty name, we are afraid. All right, so... Until this evening, I really pray for special grace to uh, make this uh, service interactive. I'm learning from uh, people like Pastor Etefia, you know. Uh, and you know, when you are learning, uh, I think I, I, just, I just have a style of just pouring it out. But I really want to make it uh, interactive. I want every one of us to contribute, especially to a discourse that I believe is the mind of Christ for us as a church and as a people at this time, uh, at this period of time. Uh, for many of us uh, that were at the retreat, we heard the word of God uh, straight from the throne of God by the man of God, the angel of God over this house. The word came to us directly and it was thing lifted by the wisdom of God. And it was as if I've not heard about wisdom before. It was as if uh, a, a, a clear revelation was being opened up to us. And uh, for many people that would be like me, it was indeed a revelation into the word of God. It was indeed not a word that has come from a man, but a word that I believe has come from God himself instructing us at this time to say that it is time for us to move up higher into our relationship with him to move up into uh the level we move away from the level of just expecting god to come and do things for us but we move into the realm where we have what it takes for us to also make things happen for ourselves and this evening i'm going to be riding on uh the word of god that was shared at the retreat and i have brought us a message i believe from god this evening that i titled manifesting the wisdom of God. Hallelujah. Manifesting the wisdom of God. And I take my text this evening from Ephesians chapter 3 verse 10. As I begin to search through the word of God, I realize that the word that the man of God gave to us, brought from God to us, it's not just a mere word, but it is something that is originally the intent of God. It is originally the desire of God that we dwell in wisdom, that we have the wisdom. It is his plan 
that everything that we do is guided by wisdom. And the word of God says in Ephesians chapter 3 verse 10 that God's purpose in all this and we are going to see the all this his purpose is to use the church to display his wisdom not the wisdom of man not the wisdom that we can get from academics not the wisdom we can get by apprenticeship but the wisdom that can be released only be released by the spirit of god and many a times we go through different issues different life challenges that appears as if prayer is not sorting them out and god is just waiting on us to apply wisdom and the man of god gave us a formula at the retreat he said wisdom is what spirituality plus sensitivity plus sensibility equals wisdom because most of the time we have inched ourselves inched our life on just the spirituality and yes as much as the spirit quickens our spirit as much as prayers can make things happen but i also understand that we can even pray amiss if we don't have understanding I also understand that if you are a workforce, a, a, a workman in a workplace, and you are expecting to be promoted, you desire to be promoted, only prayer will not make it happen. Yes or no? I want a reaction. Will prayer make promotion happen at workplace? Only prayer will not make it happen. There is a place for prayer, and there is a place for you to apply your sensitivity, your your sensitivity to make some things happen right i was opportune to have a boss i think it was my second boss in career that told me one day he realized that i was struggling with uh having team members that were quite older than me and he was like he came he called me to his office and he said gabriel you don't really have to bother yourself just leave there anyone that brings about solution is the master of the solution and that word, I'm sure he told me that word in 2009, right? And that word is still with me today. You want to be promoted. You want to be, you want to be recognized. Identify a problem. Find solution to the problem. And you'll be the master of the solution, right? So sometimes it is not just prayer. But it is also for us to be able to think deep. It is for us to be able to be sensitive to the need around us and be able to make some things happen. And away from this wonderful definition that the man of God gave us, I also went into, now logically, literally, what is the definition of wisdom? If the multimedia can help me. The definition of wisdom. I discovered that the dictionary definition of wisdom says that wisdom is the quality of having experience, knowledge of good judgment, and the quality of being wise. And if we break these three points down effectively, we realize that, honestly, if God can enable us, if God can enable us to have the quality, quality experience, quality knowledge of good judgment and quality of being wise 
we can make a lot of things happen without honestly bothering God about our problems, about our issues. But this is not even about our problem. In the text that we read, God says his purpose is for us to display his wisdom. And I think it was last Thursday or two Thursdays ago at the launch hour fellowship. I was studying the word of God and it was in Acts of the Apostles chapter 1 verse 8. Where the Bible talks about, uh, and you shall receive power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you'll be a witness unto me in Samaria. And all through my life before some weeks ago, that verse of the Bible has always been understood in the context of evangelism. And yes, it is not wrong, but the Holy Spirit gave me another understanding into that verse of the Bible. You will receive power and you will be a witness unto me. Now, most of us carries the power of God, but the question is, do we really witness? Do we represent? Does our life, does anything that come, comes out from us, the output of our work, the result of our work, does it really reflect the power that we carry on the inside of us? Does it reflect the power that we carry on the inside of us? Yes, myself and my sister can be a marketer in the same organization and we can apply the same efforts into marketing. But what will make the difference, is there any difference between me that carries the power of God, the wisdom of God, and you that is ordinary and honestly when i began to study around the wisdom manifesting the wisdom of god i realized that the central message of this word of god to this church this season is about us reflecting thinking deep and really establishing what the purpose of god is right the man of god told us during the retreat that the power of god will make things happen for you how many of us had that word at the retreat and he said the wisdom of god will do what hello anybody at the retreat the power of god will make things happen for us but the wisdom of god will will do what we make things happen for yourself by the wisdom of God, you can make things happen for yourself. And I remember that the last time that I was on this altar to bring the word of God, I also brought the word of God around the mind of Christ. That whatever we want to be, whatever we want, we desire, whatever we want in life, God has actually given it to us. It is just relying on our ability to think about it and bring them into manifestation. So God is saying again, that with my wisdom, you have a blank check in your hand to make things happen. Not just to make things happen for yourself, but also to testify, to let the world know that you have been with me. To let the world know that being with me can make you different. To fulfill my word that says that it is my purpose for you to display my wisdom. To display my wisdom. Please take me to Proverbs chapter 4. It was a verse of the Bible that we also use. Proverbs 4. I want to read from verse 1 to verse 7. And you know, interestingly too, I discovered that there is no how you will talk about wisdom. The best place for you to learn about wisdom in the Bible is in the books of Proverbs. Proverbs 
showed us different dimension of wisdom. Help me with amplified version. Different dimension of wisdom. And the word of God is true. The word of God is established. We only need to seek it. And the point where I'm going to come back to us to really make this interactive so that we can begin to think about it is the question of how can we tap into the wisdom of God? How can we tap into the wisdom of God? How can we manifest? How can we lay hold on the wisdom of God so that we can manifest that wisdom in every day of our lives so that we can manifest that wisdom in all that we do? And this is what the Bible says from verse 1. Hear my son, the instruction of a father and pay attention in order to gain and know intelligence, discernment, comprehension and interpretation of spiritual matters. For I give you good doctrine, what is to be received? Do not forsake my teachings. When I, Solomon, and this is a critical point that we need to pay attention to, this and verse 7. When I, Solomon, was a son with my father David, tender and the only son in the sight of my mother, Bathsheba, he taught me and said to me, let your heart hold fast my word, keep my commandments and live. Right. I'm going to continue leave it there. The, what I've established is that godly wisdom as we may find out later, is grounded in the word of God. And the word of God is meant to help us, is meant to make our life better, is meant to make our life, uh, is things easier for us, only if we search the word of God. He said, he taught me and said to me, give me verse 5. Give me verse 5. Are you there? Right, I'll get it from here, and somebody can help me if you have it. Verse 5 says, Get skillful and godly wisdom, acquire understanding, actively seek spiritual discernment, mature comprehension, and logical interpretation. So, and I discovered that most of the time, if you look at that verse 5, three things were mentioned: spiritual discernment, mature comprehension, and logical interpretation. Most of the time, we are caught at the extreme of either of two. At the extreme of either spirituality or, the, or at the extreme of logical sense. And, but the word of God is telling us that you need a mix. You need spiritual discernment. You need mature comprehension. And you also need logical interpretation. Right. And do not forget, nor turn away from the word of my mouth. Do not turn away from her. The heart that the Bible is re referring to there is wisdom. And she will guide you and protect you. Love her and she will watch over you. Now, here verse 7. The beginning of wisdom is get skillful and godly wisdom. It is preeminent. And with all you're getting, get understanding, actively seeking spiritual discernment, mature comprehension, and logical interpretation truly the word of God to us this evening is for us to grow up it's for us to move higher in our quest in our relationship in our conversation in our in the way we relate to God in the way we bring God into the affairs of our lives 
And from the definition of wisdom I gave us earlier, I understand that everything that the literary definition of wisdom gave to us, having experience, knowledge of good judgment, and the quality of being wise, they are in the word of God. They are supported by the word of God. The word of God can actually give us. In James chapter 1 verse 5, the Bible says, anyone that lacks wisdom should do what? Ask. And the question is, so I begin to ask myself, there are certain situations that all we could have asked for, instead of us expecting something to change or for uh, somebody to die, it might just be for God to give us wisdom to navigate through them. Ask. Ask. The Bible says in Psalm 119 verse 66, right, that God can also give us judgment a good judgment is from God. So God can also teach us how to have a good judgment. Right? One prayer that I used to pray every day is, is to tell God, as I'm said, this job that you got, you do not qualify for it. You know within your heart that this business deal that happened for you, it could have just slipped away because there was an error. You know you attended that interview and you know that you really did not do well and yet the job came true for you. Have you gone back to God to ask God how, why? What do you want to bring out of this? Because sometimes we stop the blessings of God because we do not apply our hearts to wisdom. Because we do not apply our hearts to wisdom. We hurt the blessings of God because all that we can think about is not to be an extension of God, be a display of his wisdom, we, and we make it stop. So instead of a blessing to be a flow, for you to have a continual flow of a blessing, you are stopped on a point. The quality of your understanding or the understanding we have about the word of God we determine the level of wisdom we operate at. The quality of the wisdom. The quality of the understanding we have about the word of God. We determine the level of wisdom we operate at. And I went into the Bible and I saw in Daniel chapter 9 verse 2. It was a situation about... A Daniel, we all know Daniel is a man of prayer. And this is perhaps one critical point I want to bring up for us this evening. Daniel is a man of prayer. And he was going to pray. But the Bible says that in the first year of Dairos, give it to me. Daniel chapter 9. In the first year of Dairos, the son of Isaros of lineage of Medes, who was made the king over the realm of Chadens. Give me verse 2. In, that, in the first reign, I, Daniel, understood by book. He sought for wisdom. Why is the nation of Israel in desolation? And he understood the number of years specified by the word of the Lord through Jeremiah the prophet that would accomplished 70 years in desolation of Jerusalem. And then, verse 3, then, my face, I set my face towards the Lord to make requests by prayer and supplications. Sometimes, 
God is telling us this evening, you need to seek my face even before you come to me in prayer. You need to understand that situation so that when you come to me in prayer, you can make my job easy. You can also make your life easier. You need to understand what is it that you are telling me in this situation, Lord. What is it that you want to bring out of these circumstances? I, Daniel, understood by book. God's wisdom is supernatural intelligence. God's wisdom is likened to an hidden mystery that can only be revealed by the Spirit of God. And I've come to tell us this evening, when we ask for the Spirit of God, I tell you sometimes, in fact, when I began to study wisdom, when I began to study the Word of God, I, I, I just came to the conclusion that I am not making use, I think I'm just using about 15% or 10% of the power of the wisdom of God, the power of the Spirit of God that is on the inside of me. There's a lot of things that the wisdom of God can do for you or can make you do. And yet, we just allow it to lie fallow. The Spirit of God on the inside of you is meant to expose you to the wisdom of God that will help you to navigate through the affairs of life. That will make things happen to you. That men and women will stand and wonder of what sense, of what power have you done this? How are you able to make this happen? It is by the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God can release wisdom to you. Time fail me this evening to go deeper because we are having uh, lightning challenges and I'm going to quickly very round up very quickly and I will just give us because of timing I will just give us five points that I noted on how to tap into God's wisdom very quickly I want to maximize the light that we have right now the first one is we can have access to God's wisdom by studying the word of God remember in Joshua 1 8 the Bible says, indeed, you will have good sources. Meditate. We can have access to God's wisdom. Also, consider the Daniel 2, that, 9 verse 2 that we read right now. You can understand, you can have access to God's wisdom by the word of God. Wisdom is a direct product of studying the word of God. You can also have access to the word of God by prayer. So we are not undermining the power of prayer here, but we are emphasizing that when you pray, what are you praying about? Are you praying? Are you at that level where you are only praying about what God can do for you? Or are you stepping up to the level where you are praying to receive the power to make things happen for yourself and show for the glory of him that has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light? Just chapter 1 verse 5 says, if you lack wisdom, ask. That ask that the Bible says is ask that you ask in the place of prayer. You can also tap into God's wisdom by observation. You can tap into God's wisdom by the company that you keep. Proverbs told us that if you want to be wise, you move with the wise. Many of us, there are many people that just stay at the level of, they just relate with people that are at their level or people that are below them. Then the question is, how do you want to learn? You want to get to a particular destination. You can identify someone that is already operating at that level. You are meant to move close to that person. Shun the pride. And move close to that person. And learn from that person. 
the company that you keep is very important. Relating with people who are operating in divine wisdom will also make you operate in the same realm. But when you operate with people that are not operating under wisdom, people that are only driven by their carnal knowledge, you will also operate at that same level. And lastly, you can tap into God's wisdom by impartation. And I believe that was what God exposed us to during the retreat. You can tap into God's blessing by impartation. Wisdom can be imparted. Wisdom can be imparted by a man of God. I mean, during the retreat, we receive it. The, the teaching about wisdom is not new to any one of us, but it is possible that it is not something that we consider. It is possible that we do not consider it, that we can actually make things happen for ourselves. But by the leading of the Spirit of God upon the angel of the house, he was able to call our attention back, led us in prayer, impart us the Spirit of God, the Spirit of wisdom was imparted upon our life. I tell us this evening, God is calling us into a higher level. A level where we not just operate on what we can get from him, but we operate from what we can make happen in his name. He's calling us into a level where we can show forth his glory. Where we can testify, where our life, our results, our output, our everything about us can manifest God's wisdom. It can manifest God's wisdom. That is the level God is calling us onto this evening. And I want us to consider very critically. I want us to consider in our quiet time, in our moment of meditation, wisdom is the principal thing. Wisdom is the principal thing. In all you're getting, get understanding. It is time for us to go back to God to really understand what is the Spirit of God saying about every situation in our life. So that when we go to God in prayer, we can go to Him with understanding. We can go to Him with that power that he has released on the inside of us we can go to him we can make the spirit of god that is in the inside of us active we can display the wisdom of god such that glory honor power and praise we go to him and to him alone in the mighty name of jesus i pray for us this evening that our life for every one of us that is under this teaching our life will manifest god's glory our life will manifest God's wisdom. We will be a physical manifestation. We will manifest the wisdom of God in all that we do, everywhere that we go, in our thoughts, in our words, in our deeds, in our actions, in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, God, for answering our prayers this evening. We thank you for your word that came out to us today. We appreciate you, Lord. Thank you for teaching us. Thank you for calling us back into understanding what your mind is for us what your original purpose is for us to display your wisdom not just among ourselves but to the world where we operate in to the, in the marketplace Lord we ask oh God that your spirit will endure upon us wisdom from on high in the mighty name of Jesus Lord we pray oh God that you release wisdom upon us oh Lord to manifest your glory in the mighty name of Jesus Thank you, Lord, for answering our prayers. You are worthy to be praised 
in Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Amen.